Hey, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil DiPentino. We're so glad you could be with us today. Uh, we've got a great guest with us who, um, and you're just going to love this guy because he's going to give us the skinny. He's going to tell us everything we need to know about getting into franchising. So he provides guidance on making savvy decisions that will lead uh, towards success for all the people who are working with him in franchising. Please welcome consultant, author, and trainer from a great state of Pennsylvania and the perfect franchise, my friend, Mark Schnurman. Mark, glad I'm so happy you're here with us. Thanks, Neil. Great to be here as well. I appreciate yeah, you. Glad you could be here, man. I'll tell you what. So, um, we've had an opportunity to talk for a little while before we started the recording and, and the podcast and everything and got to know each other a little bit. I know you're living out in the woods there, uh, out, kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, which is like wonderful. I think I'm really super jealous. And uh, you've got a lot of experience in the franchise world and business in general. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. Uh, but before we do, can we learn a little bit about Mark and, and what you're all about, buddy? Yeah, no, I, pre I appreciate that. You know, yeah, I do, I do live in the woods, but I, I come out to civilization every once in a while. You know, I used to work, I used to live in New, New Jersey and work in New York City. So I understand both sides, the big city and, and, and the country life. I like the country life a little bit more, but um, married a couple of kids, uh, just recently had my 26th wedding anniversary. And, and that's wonderful. Um, and uh, was in the corporate world for a long time, Neil. And it was and it had success, climbed the corporate ladder and achieved what other people may have thought of success, but it was never, never fulfilled um, ultimately. And so uh, so I decided to move on from it and uh, got into business ownership and franchising. It's made a tremendous difference in the quality um, of my life. Right. And so, you know, we were talking about, you know, how, um, you know, a lot of us are getting involved in the corporate world. A lot of the people that I've talked to over the uh, the time that I've been doing the podcast in general in life, I mean, have been in the in the uh, corporate world and they leave the corporate world for whatever reason it could be that they're unhappy or they've just kind of like reached the goals that they've they, they, they strive for. Maybe can win as far as they can. Maybe they want to retire, but they had more to offer. So they went on and did something else. In your case, I mean, what, why did you want to leave the corporate world? Um, I wanted a challenge. And so, you know, in my life, it's all about challenging myself and seeing what I'm made of. I did a lot of ultra marathons and running because I wanted to see I, I was an I used to write for one of the largest newspapers in New Jersey, had a couple of side businesses, but it was always about challenging myself. And the ultimate way to challenge yourself, I think, is as a business owner because you're competing against other people on a day-to-day -day basis and it matters, right? If I didn't do well in a race, it didn't change my life. But if I don't do well in business, it mattered. So I, I love the challenge aspect of it. Well, you know, in your LinkedIn profile, you said nothing about ultra marathons. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed by that, to be honest with you. Uh, I ran to the refrigerator a little earlier before I came here. It's about as far as I can go, at least at my age, right? Uh, so... Uh, you left the corporate world and now you are working in the franchise world. I mean, you've been a business owner for quite some time. You've been a franchisee. Tell us about that journey into franchising. Yeah, you know, so ultimately what happened was when I decided to, to transition from the corporate world, it was what am I going to do next? And the reality is I wasn't 100% sure. I did a little bit of consulting and then, you know, I... I had had a little bit of success with it and I wanted to help other people transition out because, you know, every statistic you look at more than half people, half the people in the corporate world are not happy. And so how do we help people become happier in their life, more fulfilled, more satisfied? And so um, 
so I, I became a franchise consultant and, you know, had some success with it. I was in an organization of 800 consultants. I had more placements in the first half of this year than any other consultant. And what I'm proud of more than anything is, is not that I had success placing people, but that I did it the right way. And I told a lot of people it wasn't right for them. And, um, and so it's just been a blast. And then um, franchisee of two businesses, still of, of one, I have a partner run on the day on a day to day basis. And then, you know, I, I wanted to take my learnings about franchise consulting and, and build a business around it where we did consulting in a way that was fundamentally different and better for our clients than the way other brands, um, other consulting firms do it. So earlier this year, I started the perfect franchise as a consulting business, and we have about 24 people on the team right now. Um, we're making waves and we're having a hell of a lot of fun. Well, fantastic. So in, in, in coming up with the perfect franchise, obviously uh, there's a lot of franchise opportunities out there. And so what, why would a person want to go into franchises versus maybe starting their business on their own? Yeah. So there are probably three main reasons why people choose franchising um, and, and indeed why franchising succeeds. First is they may not have a great idea. And so if, if you don't have a great idea or confidence in the ability, in your ability to execute on the idea that you have, franchising helps, right? Because the first, you know, the reason you have this franchise business model, which is the systems, the processes that enable the business to essentially turn into a machine. And the product's important, but McDonald's probably doesn't have the best hamburger, but it's probably the best hamburger business. And so that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the systemized business that simplifies it, that you can execute on it. Second thing is franchising really gives away of going through a process and learning everything you need to know. So at The Perfect Franchise, we focus our clients on six factors, but it's things like, how do I get clients, the sales and marketing? What does the operations look like? How do I hire people, the supply chain? What's a day in the life look like? The economics, what's the unique value proposition of the brand? How's the, how's the brand going to support me? And so you systematically as, as a candidate go through this process and we work with our clients. We're talking to them on a regular basis, typically once a week, if not more. And we're helping them really understand the information, assimilate it, analyze it so that they can make a great decision. Um, and the last factor is people want to achieve um, based on, I hear all the time, I'm working for somebody else. I'm building for somebody else. I want to build for me. And this allows people to build for themselves and to challenge themselves because you're measuring yourself against other people. And the greatest variability in a franchise business is the franchisee. That's the variable. You perform better, you're going to do better. And so it, it's great. It, it, th those are the reasons typically people go through um, and join a franchise. And the last thing I would tell you, and we always tell our clients, look, does it make your life better? If it makes your life better, you should do it. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, and from a process standpoint, it's, is this a good franchise business? When you go through this process, two, three months of the due diligence, is this a good franchise? Yes, great. Is it a good match for you, your skills, your goals, your financial, your time? And if the answer is yes, you probably should move forward with it. So, so those are some of the reasons. Okay, so I heard you say uh, at the very end of there, you say, is this a good match for you? So that brings up my next question. What makes a good franchisee? Yeah, you know, th there are some variables across the board. Um, it's commitment. 
And for some people, commitment means 15 hours a week. For some people, it means 60 hours a week. But they have to have that level of commitment that this is what they want to do. Somebody wanting to escape the corporate world is not a good thing unless they want to own a business. And so a lot of times it's really helping people understand what are you running towards or what are you running away from? So we talked about running, right? I always, when I meet a new runner, it's always like, what are you running towards? What are you running away from? You have to be running towards business ownership. It has to be a drive. You you have to have the skill set for that individual business. But I think it ultimately comes down to commitment, motivation, and drive. Not everybody has it. And a lot of times people think, you know, I would like a secondary income stream. I would like to build a passive income stream. And I always tell people there's no such thing as a passive income stream. Neil, you you want an income stream, you can build it, and then it can become passive over time. But you can't really just buy into a passive income stream in terms of a business and certainly um, not in terms of a a franchise if you're going to do it right so are you saying that if a person wants to invest in a franchise, and I'm just trying to clarify this from my own mind, um, let's say I want to invest in something, uh, I should probably at least spend a certain amount of time hands-on before I, uh, so I can get a basic understanding of the business before I make it, uh, and again, it may not be completely passive, but make it mostly passive? Th- that's right. I-, I think anytime you're making an investment, a significant investment, and every franchise will be a significant financial investment you have to commit yourself to it. Even if it's a manager-run concept, it's still going to take you 15 hours, 20 hours a week maybe. Because if you don't put that time in, you are not having control over the success of the business. And ultimately, I think that control factor is huge. Over time, any business, what I, what I tell most of my clients, uh, not all of them because not all of them are even thinking this way, but the ones who are thinking semi-absentee, Almost any business can become semi-absentee over time. Very, very few businesses can become semi-absentee from the start. From the start. And so okay. It's, yeah. So it's, so it's understanding those differences. That's good advice. I, I never really thought of it that way. And we've looked at uh, some franchise opportunities here, actually even recently. And, and because we have a business already that we're running, we're looking at, okay, we would like to maybe make it more absentee. But uh, now you got me thinking, I'm not sure if that's really the direction for us. Uh, so when you're talking with people, just like you just talked with me, you're going through that same process because maybe somebody comes into this whole idea the same way I did, thinking I could just put my money into this and let somebody else take care of it and off we go and I'll just I'll just go check the bank account every now and then. It just doesn't work that way. Um, not in my experience. Now, there are okay. some brands that say it will work that way. I don't, you know, when I look at their numbers two years later, it doesn't seem to be working that way. Yeah, you have to put in some amount of time and, you know, and, and it's variable based on the brand and, you know, um, and, and how you want to do it. But if, if you can't put time in, you shouldn't own a franchise. Fantastic. Well, you know, that's why you fit for our, our program, because we like to work with people who get down in the trenches and have, have you know, they have an understanding. It's not just a philosophy, uh, you know, hey, we're going to get you rich really quickly if you just, you know, follow this like hack that we've come up with, that type of thing, sure. you know. Uh, so I really, I really appreciate that. So what I'd like to do, if you would, please, is now uh, kind of walk us through the process of I'm a franchise, uh, a person who's looking to get into a franchise. What's the process of, 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 of helping me to find that perfect uh, franchise? Sure. And uh, it's three steps, really. Um, You know, I'll tell you, we get paid by the franchise brands. 
kind of like a realtor would get paid. And the candidate is our client. So we owe them a fiduciary responsibility. We work on their behalf. We share information. Uh, but what's nice for them is that there's no cost to it. So three steps. First step is we spend some time with them, 45 minutes, an hour um, on a virtual conversation like this and learn about them, goals, objectives, skills, strength, talents, interests, motivations, anything that's really important to matching them to a brand We'll also talk to them about the fundamentals and foundations of franchising, why it works. We'll talk to them about the different sectors. And that gives us the opportunity to really calibrate what might be good for them. Uh, we, we take that information, essentially create a franchise business model, which is, in your case, for example, it would be what's Neil's perfect franchise business look like? We'll compare that to the leading brands in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we'll say, okay, here are the three or five that could, could be good. We'll share them back with you. And when we share them back with you, we're really looking for you to say, I can see doing this. I have a lot of questions, but I can see doing this business. And the two or three of the brands that you can see doing, uh, we get you introduced to, and that's the due diligence process. And during the due diligence, we'll be talking to our clients on a weekly basis. We'll make sure they get the data, analyze it, assimilate it, understand it properly, um, in the context of franchising, which is a little different than the rest of the world. And, and that's, that's what it looks like. Uh, we partner them up with uh, the best you know, franchise attorney in the business, the best funding partner in the business. And so we're helping guide them every step of the way. And when we see red flags, we'll let them know, hey, Neil, you just said this. I'm concerned with XYZ brand and you with this, that it's the right fit. Calibrate, or if they misunderstand something, I would say, "Hey, Neil, listen. I think you're under misapprehension. Talk to the brand, but I think you you're, you're really understanding that incorrectly." So it's really helping them and guiding them through the process. And then two, three, sometimes four months later, they'll make a decision whether or not to join the franchise. Okay, that's that's good information. So let me ask you this: So does a <laughs> Um, a potential franchisee, a potential client of yours, do, do they have to have a specific interest in the uh, channel or category or industry that they're looking at uh, or, or maybe some experience there? Or is that um, something that is required or is it something that's recommended? Yeah, right. So it, it's fit versus passion. And so the challenge is with a lot of people, they're passionate about something, so they want to do it. And you have this continuum. Passion on one side, fit on the other. And I always suggest to people, you want to be as close to the perfect fit for your skills, time, motivation, all that as possible, and not focus as much on passion or your past experience, because they're not really relevant. What's really relevant is that you are the right fit, skills, motivation, like I said, for that. And so the franchise brand will bring that industry experience and the systems to bear for you, you have to just have the skill set. So no, you don't need to um, to know the industry. But what, what I will tell you, Neil, is a lot of people are more comfortable in something that they know or something that they've done in the past. Okay. So uh, that, that may increase comfort level, but it does not increase their ability to succeed in it. Gotcha. So as far as business knowledge is concerned, so would you say that a person is getting into a franchise? I mean, can they learn as they go? Is it, I mean, is it, do they have to have all this like extensive knowledge and education and everything to get started? Or is this something as by investing in a franchise that is maybe provided to them from the franchisor? 
Yeah, so the franchisor will provide it. They'll give you world-class training. Um, they'll give you the sort of, if you will, they'll, they'll hand you an operations manual and say, if you do all of these things, you will succeed. And more than that, they're going to be your partner. And this is one of the big things we always stress with our candidates is when you talk to the franchisor, just know you're in a 10, 15 year relationship with them. Are they the type of people you want to be in business with? And say, ask them, you know, we want success to be a linear progression. It's really more like a sine wave around that progression. It's ups and downs. When you're struggling with something, you want to know that you could pick up the phone and they're going to help you troubleshoot and they're going to walk you through it. And so um, those are the critical pieces, right? Like when you when it get, gets right down to it, you want to make sure that the entire system is set up for your success. I, that makes a whole lot of sense. So um, the uh, – uh, what was the question I was going to ask you? Doggone it. I just My brain just went, went blank. You know, it's what happens when you can be my, my age here and everything. Our so, age, my friend, our age. I, I totally get that. So <laughs> – Tell us, so tell us a little bit about maybe what makes the perfect franchise. I mean, you know, I, I, let me back up a second because I remember what I was going to say. Um, and we're not cutting this out, by the way, I want to tell you, because I, I, you know, it, it's part of it, right? Um, we're human. So, that's right. So one of the things that I was thinking as you were saying this is that this is almost like applying for a job. So when you're looking for a job, you're not, uh, you know, you're in a franchise, same thing. You're not just looking at all the financials and the industry and this and that. There has to be a culture that that fits. I mean, those people that you're working with, those franchisors, I mean, they they you've got to, like you said, it's like a marriage. These guys yeah. have, you know, you've got to find that culture that fits. Is that correct? hundred percent. It, it's a marriage. It absolutely is a marriage for a long period of time. And investing in a business, investing in a franchise is one of the largest financial decisions anybody can make in their life, right? Along with buying a house. And and so you need to make sure it's right. And if it's not, and if at the end of this process, you're not sure, then you are sure and it's not right. Gotcha. Fantastic. Well, listen, we're getting kind of closer to the end of our podcast, our time together, but we've got more good, important things to talk about uh, because you have written a book. And I think it's, I, I think I've heard the name of it, right? Is it the perfect franchise? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little I, bit about that. Yeah. You know, it, it was, uh, it was really interesting because I always wanted to write a book. I, I, I taught at Penn state in a master's program. So like, I had all this stuff. I, I had a column for the star ledger and like, I'm like, I got to put this all together. I got to write a book. And, uh, and I wanted to write it on franchising. So I, I wrote it. And, and the funny thing is the name, I said to my wife, I said, honey, I can't come up with a name for this book. And she just looks at me and just says, the perfect franchise. I'm like, I married so much above myself. I'm like, that was a reminder. Uh, but yeah, re really what it is, it, it's, a, it's an opportunity. It was an opportunity for me to share sort of my experiences and what led me to this. And it's things like, you know, like my story is the same as everybody else's. The names and the faces change, but like the arc of our careers are typically the same. You know, you're young, you're learning, you're motivated. You get to a certain point where you kind of know too much to be in the corporate world anymore because you know how the sausage is made and it's just not as fun anymore. And what do you do at that point? And so, you know, it really lays out the, the process that we walk our clients through um, 
gives a lot of information and you know talks about risk and talks about fear because those are the big things. People can't calibrate risk. They look at a business and say, oh, that's a great business. Maybe, but do you know it, it is? And so we talk about how to calibrate risk in it, um, talk about fears and how it's natural. Because what happens is when candidates go through the exploration process, they have to be scared. Any change in our life is going to bring fear. But if, if, if they think that their, uh, their experience is unique in the human odyssey, then they're, you know, they're going to be like, oh, my God, the fact that I'm scared means I shouldn't do this. But Neil, and I'm sure you you've experienced this in your life. It's it's not it's not the absence of fear that you know allows us to accomplish things. It's what we do in the presence of fear and moving forward in the presence of it. So the the book is really helpful in that process. And um, a common thread when we work with our clients is ensuring that they have as much information and context around franchising as possible. So it's just a great tool to facilitate that. Fantastic. And how do we get our hands on this book, uh, Mark? Uh, you can reach out to me, Mark, at theperfectfranchise.com, or it's available on Amazon. Fantastic. Hey, we're coming to the end here. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave our audience with? You know, what I would say is if you are interested in business ownership and franchising, you know, definitely worth reaching out, um, worth an introductory conversation and see if our process and how we work with people make sense for you. And the other thing I would say is just, Neil, I appreciate you, appreciate your time and, uh, you know, your, your overall approach. It's wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And how do we get in contact with you, Mark, if we uh, want, if we have somebody who wants to find out more about you, more about your business and, and, and your consulting uh, uh, operation? Yeah. So uh, theperfectfranchise.com. Um, you can email me at Mark with the K M A R K at the perfect franchise.com. I like phone calls. I love talking to people. Five, seven, zero, six, one, eight, 1977. And yes, five, seven, zero is the middle of nowhere in Northeastern Pennsylvania. I love it. I, hey, you know what? Maybe I might show up at your front door someday. You just never know. <laughs> come, come on, man. We'll, we'll, we'll go up river and we'll float back home. Uh, hey, I, you just better watch out. That's all I got to say, man. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show, Mark. You've been a great guest. I certainly appreciate you. Hey, folks, that's all we have for today. So thrilled you could be with us. Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Uh, check us out at titanmediaworks.com. That's works spelled W-O-R-X. And also check out all of our other great hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until then, have a great day. Look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye.